Welcome to Darna's Cruises Blog Podcast. This is for crew and for crew only. Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Donna Cruz's blog podcast on Spotify. And this is our number one podcast on Spotify ever. And I have a very special guest to talk about cruise ship's career. And he's the only and the only one, my number one cruise director, Cuddy. Oh, that's very kind, Daniel. That's very kind indeed. So, uh, yes, my name's Cuddy Cudworth, all the way from the United Kingdom. And you're where, where are you, Daniel? I'm in Brazil right now at home. This is so tropical. I'm in very cold, well, Scotland at this moment in time. Yeah, but it's getting cold now because it's winter. Ah, right. Okay, I totally understand. We're getting into the summer, but that's never really a good thing in uh, Scotland. Awesome. So we're here for, to talk about the Brazilian uh, people, about ship's career. And as my first guest, I would like to introduce yourself and tell us about your career on Royal Caribbean. Absolutely fantastic. Right. So I'm uh, Cuddy Cudworth. Uh, as I've just mentioned, I live all the way in uh, Scotland. Uh, working at Royal Caribbean or working on cruise ships, I've worked for Royal Caribbean for just over 12 years now. 12 years, and as 12 years working uh, on cruise ships, I've had the pleasure of traveling all over the world, meeting so many different people. Uh, and I started out as a cruise director staff, which is part of the entertainment team. The entertainment team are generally the, uh, the happy people on board who get to work with the guests when they come on, make them feel welcome, enjoy the activities in the daytime. Uh, then I uh, worked, uh, worked into the activities manager role which is in charge of uh, leading all the cruise director staff. Uh, and then after that, uh, about five years ago, four years ago, I turned into a cruise director. Ooh, awesome. Uh, we worked together back in 2010, or like 10 years ago. Was it 10 and, years ago, uh, Daniel? Wow. 10 years ago. 10 years ago. And in Dubai. Ago. <laughs> yes. It was in Dubai. Oh, First beautiful. was the match out of Barcelona. Correct. And then Venice to Dubai. Do you remember when we worked together in Venice? Yes, beautiful. Remember Venice. When we did the videos when we sailed in and out of Venice with the hats on. <laughs> yes, I do. I still remember the good times, Daniel. I still remember the good times. I do, I do, and I miss them so much. Now, oh, that's very good. Um, you back in that time, you're my activities manager. I was crew staff. Yes. And now I'm, I am activities manager. You're the cruise director. Yes. Uh, so can you tell us what's the steps to be success, successful on the ship's career? Um, you have to, there's, there's so many different things that you have to uh, uh, for success. Uh, first of all, uh, a big is, is have, a, have a goal. And once you have a goal, you have uh, put yourself a system in place that goal and my system in place was to work harder than everybody else to listen as much as possible and just be the best version of myself whether it was going to be happier than everybody else maybe a little bit louder than everybody else make sure I got noticed by the hotel director and just kept working hard and asking questions the biggest way I always got from being activities manager to cruise director was by asking questions If I didn't know how to do something, I wanted to learn how to do it so I could then start doing their job. So 
looking for the job that I wanted, which was cruise director. I started doing the role of the cruise director when I was activities manager. And I started leadership, uh, leading teams. And, and when you lead teams, it's about listening. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's that's how I got. So tips for success is stay focused and be humble. Who are you in the toilet? No, no, I just knocked on the door. I just knocked on the cable as I'm talking. No. Okay, just no. check. <laughs> All right. And um how weird is that that a knock makes you think of a toilet? <laughs> no, because I heard a noise before that. All right. So um, as a cruise director, you're in charge for the overview of the entertainment on board the ship. So and I know most of the guests, they only see the cruise director on the stage, on the activities, uh, socializing around the ship. But what else the cruise director does that the guest doesn't see it? Well, look, cruise director, the hosting and the personality part, I would say is, is 30% of the job. It's only 30%. The 70% of the job that the The guests on board don't see is the man, the management part, the the leadership part, the health and safety part, the technical parts. The uh, having as a cruise director, the biggest vision you will have is to to create an ambiance and a flow around the ship. So a cruise director's role is to get the guests by using the entertainment, live music, to get them moving around the ship. And that's one of the biggest parts where you plan the cruisers and action them into into uh, fertility, uh, and that's going to be one of the biggest. And it's 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 a great job because it's it's a technical part, it's the management part, and you also are in charge of 100, 120 people in your teams that you have to manage to get the best out of them and listen to them. Cool. And and how many people you manage, like average? Uh, average, it's about 100 to 125 people, I think. 100 to 125. Wow, that's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. That's a lot of drama, Daniel. That's a lot of drama. <laughs> And Cuddy, could you tell us uh, what would be the benefits to work on cruise ships? Uh, <laughs> 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 Now, one of the biggest benefits, I, I mean, for, for me being an English person, I don't know if I should say this, is technically we don't pay tax. So um, that's that's probably the biggest benefit. But the, the upside to the hard work that you put in is you do genuinely get to travel around the world and you get to see places that I knew existed, but I can't believe I've been to. And that's that's a fascinating. I've been all around the world and I've not really had to pay for a flight anywhere. So that's that's pretty much amazing. To be honest. Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Cool. And um, how many countries have you visited so far? Oh, I did one of those Facebook apps things. And I think I've got the answer. I think it's about 63 different co uh, countries, I think. I've been wow. to, yeah. The only place I've not been is Brazil. Oh, you need it. You need to come and, and do the carnival. I'm so sorry. I've not been to South America or Brazil. I've been to Central America. Uh, I've been to uh, Northern America. I've been to Americas. I've, I've just not been to uh, uh, South America, unfortunately. I'll be very happy to host when you come to Brazil. Thank you so much, Daniel. That's very kind. <laughs> <laughs> right. So tell us uh, what's your top three favorite ports in the world. Right. Great questions. Uh, I will always, I've, I've been asked this question before, and I always have pretty good answers. One of the best sailaways you'll ever do 
sailing out of a country is Sydney, Australia. Beautiful. Oh, I haven't it's, been there yet. It's it's a memory that you will that'll last forever. Once you sail out of Sydney, it is beautiful. So that's that's a great sail away port, a turnaround port. One of my favorite ports, and it's hard because there's so many good ones, but I have to say Alaska. Alaska is amazing. I love Alaska. It's a stunning uh, country. There's so many great things to do. So any of the ports in Alaska, and I'm going to, most people would say Venice as a, as a port, and I know we've been to Venice, but Daniel, I don't know if you remember, I don't know if we worked together on this one. One of my all-time favorite ports in the world was Istanbul. Oh, I, I didn't have a chance to go there on the cruise ship. I went there a couple, like three years ago for a hay plant, but not on the cruise ship. Oh, Istanbul. What, where did you, why did you go? Why did you go to Istanbul again? Tell me again. For the hay plant. <laughs> I know that's what you said. <laughs> I did it. I just want to do it again. I just want to say it again. And I actually want to do it again. I want to do my second one. It's a great experience. When I went there, I know I'm no, I'm running away from the subject of this podcast now, but it's a great experience to go for a hand plant because everybody does hand plant in Istanbul. It's it's crazy, but as a, wow. on the cruise ship, I haven't been there yet. So which, which side of Istanbul city you dock? Uh, we were in oh, that's a very, we we were in the uh, Turkish side, so we were in Europe. Oh, on the European side, okay. Not the Asian side, yes. Uh, Istanbul, uh, it, well, it was, it was Istanbul, which is the capital. And we were docked just under the bridge that would uh, connect with Europe and uh, Asia. Oh, that's nice. I know, it's a, it's a beautiful city. I spent seven days and I had a time of my life in every Brilliant. sense. Yeah, <laughs> I bet you did, Daniel. I bet you did. <laughs> Right. So can you tell Knowing us how you like to enjoy yourself in every sense, I, I can I can visualize I how do. much I fun you are. Yeah, you life do. Is, life is so short and crazy. Look at where we are now. Now it's um, we are in June 2020 for the future references, and we all stuck at home, right? Yeah, absolutely. Crazy times. Okay, and uh, what's the most funny situation on board you haven't experienced? Right, I've had a lot, uh, and I had one of the one of the ones that I remember, and I'm not going to say where in the world I was I was traveling or anything like that. However, I had one because when as a cruise director, you get called to guest services to deal with complaints from guests and things like that. And I I kid you not, this is a true story, Daniel. I got called into the guest services manager's office, and I had to meet a guest. Uh, they were angry, they were irate, they were upset. And I said, not a problem. This is what we're here to, to deal with, conflict resolution and all those kind of things. Come to my office and we'll have a chat. So we took them to my office. And I had to sit down with a young individual who was genuinely upset because he wanted to be identified as a fox. And nobody around the ship would identify with him as a fox. As a fox. And he wore <laughs> as a fox. What the hell? You asked for the craziest conversation I've ever had on board. This is a true story, Daniel. True story. I can't believe it. And I had to, I had to sit with a gentleman uh, for 30 minutes and understand how when he wears these fox ears and his fox nose and his fox tail, he doesn't want to be touched by any guests because he's a fox and foxes don't like to be touched. Oh, my goodness. And I had 30 minutes of listening to that. <laughs> Oh, 
Cuddy. That's funny. <laughs> that is a true story, Daniel. I kid you not. No, I, I do believe you. The thing is, when you're talking to the guests, you can laugh, right? I can't laugh. So I had to sit in front of a, a, a very young person saying, I totally understand how that would be very frustrating that you can't be a fox. Oh, my goodness. That's the first um, time I hear this. Do you know, it's not really a question many people ask me. So when I saw you wanted to ask that question, I'm like, right, I'm going to tell him the fox story. I am going to tell him the fox story. <laughs> we have to make sure we pronounce it correctly because it can go very wrong. Fox. F-O-X. Fox. <laughs> uh, do you know that a couple of years ago I was in Splendor doing the, the cruise from Brazil to Europe? And right. we have a lot of Americans and Brazilian guests. So I was doing, I was hosting the shows in Portuguese and English. And I invited the guests to go to the Sixes party. But because of the translation nice. and on the stage, I say, in a couple of minutes, we're going to have a sex party in the center. I was like, Sixes party in the center. Fantastic. But this sex word come to my mouth as soon as I finished. So it was kind of weird. Uh, that's maybe a very Freudian what's on your mind kind of slip. <laughs> actually, actually, it was a very busy party. <laughs> Uh, good. I'm sure it was a great 60s party, not to be confused with a sex party on the Seminary of the Sea. Fantastic. So what have you been up to, Daniel? What's Because what's, this is a fascinating uh, talk that you're having. So I, I'm, I'm interested to hear, to, and I'm sure all your listeners are, why you're doing this. This is brilliant. Cool. Thank you. Um, so our channel, uh, it's available now on Spotify, and everyone can listen to it. Um, I'm going to spread the link around because this is the first one. And will be available next week on January on June 25th. That's the first day that will be available. And after this, we have some interviews with another positions on board, like MNR, HR. Uh, we have um, we have more people coming, and I'm going to give some tips to the Brazilian people to apply for cruise ships. Uh, and we're also going to have a series of podcasts for guests and uh, about the ports, wow. about the, the activities on board, and about our life, which is very um, different from, you know, land people, that people live on land. So it's, it's yeah. going to be a cool channel on Spotify. Nice. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for inviting me to be a part of this. That's brilliant. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for starting this with the right foot. Oh, that is so cool. Thank you so much. Is there anything else you need from me, Daniel? I'm always here. No, just a, yeah, just a final word for our listeners um, about come to work on cruise ships. Right. So for anybody who wants to come and work on cruise ships, it's not easy. This is not something that you can do and, and just go in half-hearted. Working on cruise ships, you have to love what you do. If you do not love what you do, you won't last longer than two weeks. Simple fact. You have yeah. to want to get up and be the best version of yourself and work on cruise ships. It's intense. It's also one of the most rewarding jobs you will ever, ever do. Whatever level you come and work at, on cruise ships or, or Royal Caribbean, whatever job you do, you get the support and you get just to see the world, meet people, hear different cultures, learn, and you just grow as a person and a human being. But it's not easy. That's very, I think the honest thing is there is, is to manage expectations but if you get used to it, it'll be one of the best experiences and memories you'll ever have. Beautiful. Thank you, Cuddy. Thank you, everybody. Not for a listening. problem. This Not is Daniel, Donna's Cruise Blog Podcast. I'll see you soon. Ciao for now.